Hello everyone how are you I'm Reema and today I'm going to tell you all about Panchatantra stories The Panchatantra is a collection of fables written in Sanskrit It is one of the most popular collection of stories from the ancient Indian civilization The tales most of which are based on animals come with a strong moral message These stories for kids have a strong plot with different characters. So now the question is who wrote these stories and why? The legend goes that King Amarashakti who used to rule in southern India had three dull-headed sons. The king appointed scholar Vishnu Sharma to educate them. But he realized that traditional techniques of teaching will not work with his new students and thus he decided to write a series of more than 50 stories that focused on five strategies the first one is mitralab or gaining of friends these stories talk about how to win friends second one is mitrabhed or losing of friends it tells us about how one can lose friends the third strategy is aparikrishta karakam or imprudence or acting without thinking it tells us how we can lose what is important to us when we act without thinking the fourth one is labdha paranasam or loss of gains this tells us that it is always possible to get out of a difficult situation without losing anything and the last strategy is kakulukiyam or of crows and owls it talks about the rules of war and peace so now you know why it is called panchatantra because it is divided into 5 volumes 5 means panch or panch and tantra means system hence panchatantra it was translated into a number of languages both foreign as well as indian languages so today i'm going to tell you a panchatantra story about four friends and a hunter are you all excited So am I. So let us begin. A deer, a turtle, a crow, and a rat. They were friends. They lived happily in a jungle. One day, the deer was caught in a hunter's trap, and the friends made a plan to save him. The deer struggled as if it was in pain, and then it lay motionless with eyes wide open. as if it were dead the crow and other birds sat on the deer and started poking it as they do to a dead animal right then the turtle crossed the hunter's path to distract him the hunter left the deer assuming it dead and went after the turtle meanwhile the rat chewed open the net to free the deer while the crow picked up the turtle and quickly took it away from the hunter so children what moral what moral 
moral do we get from this story hmm any idea so the moral that we get from this story is teamwork can achieve great results so we all should work together if we want to achieve something big in our life so i hope you all enjoyed today's story that's all for today please take care stay safe bye hi everyone my name is harini manigandan i am i study third standard sharavati online classes and i love singing dancing uh, dancing classical dances and most of all i like shuttle and creating my own stories so i started to uh, share my content on purnianti's podcast amudra life once upon a time there was an amma that amma loved making videos she made videos about yarn wonders she was also very helpful to many to to One her own daughter, Harini. Then a girl called Divya. Then another girl called Rani. All these three girls studied very hard. and took the help from amma so one day from nowhere in a in a city called china a country called china a disease called corona virus spread and spread and spread and soon it had spread over whole of china the country china and went over all other countries everyone stayed in their home when divya and rani came to harini's house they all studied and studied and studied till finally their school month and opened rani stopped stopped her school and started learning with a tutor called satyant now the problem was for the amma amma wanted to make so many videos harini had the small ipad then the then ra then the via had the big guy pad then we switched them in days and that and the rani had some other device like phone or laptop switching and switching and amma had no device to start her video 
and she was getting late. So she first started making posters. She made wonderful posters, thanking everyone and calling them for online classes crochet. So when she did this, she found out more and more about this amazing big screen iPad called iPad Pro. Then lockdown was then lockdown was released very little, half of it. Then iPad Pro got out of stock. Only the iPad Pro pencil was there. So she bought the iPad Pro pencil, and when iPad Pro came in stock, lockdown came. Then. she started giving she started uh, to uh, to get another laptop it was the windows laptop she gave it to her own daughter and used it too so now she had two laptops now she Uh, she gave the laptop and took the iPad. Now, when she doesn't need the iPad and need the laptop, she gives the iPad and takes the laptop. To this day, she is still making beautiful posters, posting it on Facebook and getting so many likes and comments, and are still taking online classes. Bye. The end. Bye bye. Today I'm going to tell ev- uh, everyone a story about La- Rani Lakshmi Bai's whole life. Manikarnika was born in Varanasi at 19th November 1828. She was fondly called Manu by her uh, parents. She lost her mother at a tender age of four, and was raised by her father. Her father worked at Peshwa's palace uh, in Varanasi. Peshwa loved little Manu uh, very much and uh, taught her martial arts. Manikarnika pra- practiced. with peshwa's son nana sahib when uh, when manikarnika grew up gangadhar rao the king of jhansi came to meet peshwa a uh, gangadhar rao saw how uh, how talented manikarnika was and and married her uh, in jhansi everyone was overjoyed at the uh, when they heard that uh, rani lakshmi bai was coming to jhansi as their queen gangadhar rao had a huge library full of many books and uh, and also play and also love to act in many roles soon manikarnika 
Manikarnika was renamed Rani Lakshmi Bai by Ganga the Rao. Manikarnika soon gave birth to a child called Damodar Rao. But the child did not last long for more than four months. Uh, the king was very sad by this. Uh, Rani Lakshmi Bai requested they adopted a son who is the same age as the mother. They also called uh, the adopted son Damodar Rao. Rao. But at that, the king died. Now the British who came to India started to hatch plans. They knew that uh, they could take Jansi because uh, because uh, was uh, not having a ruler anymore. So they uh, announced so Hugh Rose, a British office, officer, announced that uh, no adopted son, no adopted son could be the king of a palace. So Hugh Rose was the first to uh, start. He sent a letter to Rani Lakshmi Bai asking for the kingdom and on the deal that Rani Lakshmi Bai will stay and be the assistant uh, like the minister and they'll give her many rooms and a lot of money but they will have to rule and that Damodha can't be the king and nor can Jansi Rani. So, but Jansi Rani didn't uh, agree to this. She sent back a letter to the British that, no, I can't give you my kingdom. You are the British. I'm uh, I'm from Jansi. How can you take it down? You can't just release a law to uh, take my kingdom away. At this, the British told her to prepare for war. Jansi Rani knew exactly what they were trying to kill her and get Jansi back in their control. And so she uh, formed an army called Durga Dal. It was uh, she drilled, and this army wasn't full of men. They were all women, and she drilled and trained them herself. One of those, one of them who was very popular and knew, known to be uh, like an identical twin to Rani Lakshmi Bai, Jalkari Bai, had fought off a leopard uh, just with a knife when she was very young. She uh, helped Jansi Rani a lot. Uh, the British started by bombing at Jansi Rani's castle uh, to break and get into the fort so that they could uh, uh, make a, make more and more deals with Rani, Rani Lakshmi Bai but they failed so one day 
Hugh Rose, uh, uh, Hugh Rose struck a deal with one of the so- soldiers in outside uh, the castle. Uh, he struck a deal that he'll give many money uh, so if if he opens the fort. The soldier agreed, got his money and opened the fort. When uh, they heard that they were opening the fort, Jalkari Bai immediately disguised herself as Jani, Rani Lakshmi Bai and uh, sat at the ca- uh, and sat in the castle castle throne. And Jansi uh, Rani had three favorite horses: Pavan, Badil, and Sarangi. Her favorite was Badil, so she took Badil and ran and ran off to, uh, to ask ask uh, help from Tantia Tope, the Gwalior king. She jumped out of the fort with Badal and little Damodar Rao tied to her back. When she jumped, uh, Badal knew that he would be gravely injured but uh, did not let Rani Lakshmi Bai even get a little bit hurt. Uh, he died but did not let Rani Lakshmi Bai and Damodar get any injuries. Rani Lakshmi Bai cried and went went to take Sarangi instead of Badal. He, uh, she hurried away to Tantia's tope. Meanwhile, the British had entered the fort and Jalkari Bai was disguised. The British took Jalkari Bai to the camp where they stayed during the wars. On the way, Someone told that it wasn't Jansi Rani Bai, uh, Jansi Rani, and was only uh, Jalkari Bai disguised as Jansi Rani, and Jan- that Jansi Rani had gone to uh, gone somewhere else and jumped off the fort. So uh, Jalkari Bai was took to the camp and tortured to tell where he had where she had gone eventually they got more information and went to uh, gwalior where rani rani had just gone non stop 24 hours with sarangi so she reached gwalior fort where she asked tantia tope for help she sent, uh, tantia tope sent many uh, women soldiers. On the way back, the British came and arrived. Hmm? When uh, they had arrived for war, and so had uh, Tantia Tope prepared for this. Uh, he, he, uh, he fought with Rani Lakshmi Bai. Rani Lakshmi Bai escaped again when the British left Gwalior Fort and went to Nana Sahib for help. Nana Sahib, who was now the king of Varanasi, refused to uh, help Rani Lakshmi Bai and told 
you get, go away from here. The only way the British will come here is me adopting a son, which will not happen. And the second way is you staying here. You go away and nothing will happen. So the, so the British had come already during the argument. Finally, when Jansi uh, Rani had finished her story, the British had arrived for war. They started again at uh, Nana Sahib's uh, fort. And uh, the British caught, now caught Gwalior and Varanasi. Now, uh, this time, uh, Jansi Rani was very... Uh, injured was very, injured very badly uh, and went to the forest which uh, went to a hermit's hut she went inside the hut and ordered uh, Durgadal to burn this hut uh, and first he first she asked the sage to um, take all his valuables and move then she sat inside the hut and asked them to burn the hut. They argued for a long time and told her it was getting late. I'm not going to let the British uh, kill me. They'll do anything to my body and I don't want anything to happen like that. I want to not be touched by the British, my dead body or anything else. I want to, uh, and, I, and anyway, I'll definitely be injured, so you, so you burn me over here. They burnt by the time the British had come. The British too burnt her, and Durgadal was very sad. He, and, once, uh, and once they went, they put out the, uh, the hut with water, and and took the half burnt body of Jansi Rani and uh, buried it. Even though Jansi Rani was dead, Durgadal uh, uh, kept fighting. And seeing Jansi Rani's braveness, other freedom fighters came to fight. And to this day, we have uh, India's independence. The end.